0: You're listening to the Better Brave Podcast. I'm your host, Candice. I'll cover anything and everything about being a little better than you were yesterday while living bravely outside of your comfort zone. From mom life to coach life and everything in between, this is your no BS guide on trading good for great because you are worthy of it right now in this moment as you are, my friend. Let's dive in. Welcome back to the Better Brave podcast. I'm your host Candace Dudley and I am finally recovered from COVID and my whole house being sick and getting it with me ending with it. And so, thanks for uh showing up today and listening even though we missed last week and this is going to wrap up the 2021 season for me and I wanted to to share what the name Better Brave means to me and give you a little insight into why I chose it as the name of this podcast and the name of my wellness communities and things like that. And so in short, the name Better Brave means to be a little better than you were yesterday while living bravely outside of your comfort zone. And I think there's, that's a really quick little blurb on, on what it is, but let's unpack that a little, right? So better than you were yesterday. There's a few parts to that piece alone. And let's start with the you part, right? Nobody else, not better than your neighbor, not better than so-and-so and Susie Homemaker and blah, 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 better than you were yesterday. And so what that really encompasses is that whole idea that life's not a competition, that comparison is literally the thief of all joy when you start comparing yourself your accomplishments your family how your house looks all the things to someone else it it can go wrong in a lot of ways right because it's just turns into this joy kill right um and it makes you live from this place of scarcity when that's not what we want to do and so focusing on you and getting rid of everybody else and what social media and all these things appear to show you what you should look like or be like or act like and then the better than yesterday part that has to do with reflecting and thinking about what what was yesterday like for you and for me, some of the most recent reflections that I've had, um, and these came after being super, super sick and missing the podcast episode last week. And you know, I'm an Enneagram three. If you've been following along, you know that I I live for the achievements, and um, I'm a classic firstborn, and I, I'm an upholder, and I want to do what I say I'm going to do right. And so sometimes that leaves me being busy just to be busy, and so being busy is a bad habit. That's a reflection I've had in the last week. And also that almost anything can wait. And as you head into the holidays um, this week and beyond, think about those two things. That busy being a, being a habit that you have, that's, that's just simply what it is. And you can break that habit. And also that almost anything can wait except for you. You can't. Um, And so when you're thinking about being better than you were yesterday, this doesn't need to be this grand thing that every single day it's this major thing. It can really be something simple, like um, your mindset was slightly better. You ate one more veggie than yesterday. You know, it can be really a very small thing, but those things are going to compound for you over time in a really positive way. It could be one better choice. And I'll share a little story that happened yesterday um, with a choice that I feel was a better choice for me. A lot of times um, at home, I I, am pretty patient by nature. So is my husband. He's a kindergarten teacher. We're both elementary teachers. And so I think you have to have a level of patience to do that. And we have three small kids. They're six, five, and three right now. And so our days at home can get a little chaotic. Well, somehow at some point yesterday, my middle child, my five-year-old, cut a huge, huge, I'm talking a four-inch chunk of hair straight from the front part of my three-year-old's head of hair and she has been growing this hair no joke her entire life she was a baby that was like bald on the top with like a mullet like the back of her hair was really long but she couldn't grow any on the top of her head and so for her whole life the top of her hair has been growing out and we finally hit like this sweet spot where it parted and it can go behind her ear and my five-year-old my my middle child she took a pair of scissors uh and took this gigantic hunk I'm four inch hunk. It's as long as my hand out of the front of her hair. Typically, I'm someone that uh, in those situations, I usually react before I um, think. And I made a simple choice yesterday not to. I sent the five-year-old calmly to her room. I said, I can't deal with this right now. You need, I need a minute. You need to go. And I gave my three-year-old a haircut and tried to fix her hair a little bit. Okay. So through, through a series of (laughs) events after that, um, and talking with my five-year-old and her having a lot of tears and, and yelling that she should just run away and that she just wishes that her hair was short and I wouldn't listen to her, which this was true. Earlier in the day, I was cutting my husband and my son's hair. I cut their hair often, um, once a month, I buzz it with the clippers and I, I've got that skill set kind of figured out for the most part, and um, she had said she wanted her haircut. I said, no, I prefer long hair, and so I didn't really listen to her at all, and I didn't uh, give her time to talk, and I just said, no, you're not getting a haircut, because I like your hair long. So I I didn't bother to listen what she thought about her hair. And so it turned into her really doing anything that she could to make sure that she got her haircut. And so she made sure she was heard by cutting her three-year-old sister's hair. And then having a total come apart, saying that she should run away, wishing she was bald, all these things. And in a conversation in a long series of events, I end up giving her the haircut that she had wanted. So how, you might ask, did she end up with a haircut and exactly what she wanted after she was an absolute turd and knew, 100% knew better than to cut her sister's hair Um, is just one of those things that, for me, it felt like a better choice. It felt like I listened to her. It felt like I chose differently, and it felt like I was a little better than uh maybe I was the day before or the few hours before when I wouldn't listen to her, and it resulted in this mess of hair which could be worse but it seemed like a mess at the time um and by no means is this parenting advice at all but it's a story to help you decide for yourself what what gets to be better for you what what for you is better and for me it was listening to her and allowing her the choice to have her hair how she wants it and i kid you not you have never seen someone so happy with their haircut twirling around flicking it around, asking for pictures of it. She's wearing a dress today to school and she's all jazzed up because of this this haircut that she wanted so badly, but I wouldn't listen to. And so you get to decide what's better for you. You don't need to compare yourself. I'm not gonna compare myself with that story to anybody else and I don't expect anybody else to understand how I made that decision because it seems like I gave her what she wanted, even though she was being really naughty. Uh, and I will say since she, she has shown remorse. She's told me she knew better. She, she is pinky sweared for multiple days in a row now that she um, will not do this again. But regardless, um, that felt better to me than screaming, yelling, losing my absolute shit and um, telling her to go to her room and things like that. It, it felt better to give a little space, react and whatever. So there's my, there's my hair cutting story for you. And now the second part of better brave is brave. And this is something that I lived in what I feel like is a box for a lot of my life. And this box was something that I created in my mind and it was something that I felt like, um, if I did X, Y, and Z, if I lived up to the person that you know s- stays in this box, everyone around me would be happy. I would please everyone. I would accomplish what people thought I was supposed to accomplish and things would be great. Um, and it wasn't until I had kids that I started to realize, eh, maybe I don't wanna be in this box. And I also started to realize that I was the one in fact who did create this box nobody else made this box for me and when I started to when I started to dip my pinky toe outside of my comfort zone and kind of push the envelope a little bit of what I felt was comfortable um, I started to realize that other people around me didn't care they were still happy because I was happy and that what I did and, and how I acted didn't didn't change if they were happy for me or not it they stayed They love me, so they were happy for me, right? And um, so the best parts I 100% believe of life are outside your comfort zone. And the things that are worth doing are scary and outside your comfort zone. I mean, you you can put this right down to having kids. If any of us were absolutely ready for kids, I don't think that we would ever end up, if we wait until we're ready to have kids, I don't think we would ever end up having them. You're never ready. There's never the perfect time to have a kid. There's never the perfect time to do a lot of things, change careers, have a pet, whatever, but we all still find ways to do those things. And I would be willing to bet when you find ways to show up uncomfortably it starts to feel more comfortable and this is something I think is really hard to explain unless you've lived it but just trust me even a pinky toe outside of your comfort zone each day or most days is going to change your life why because what you felt was scary before once you do it you realize huh that wasn't so bad interesting that didn't you know the world kept spinning nothing happened it's okay and so your um sort of box expands and your comfort zone wall kind of gets chipped and you realize that huh everything's less scary than you thought it was and more doors open up for you it's this huge phenomenon that it's really hard to explain until you've experienced it but i can tell you from the ladies that have been um in my wellness communities communities over the last three four years is i've gotten messages from them saying who knew um Deciding that I was going to start doing some at-home workouts would unravel to me getting the job promotion um, Would unravel to me going and getting equal pay to my male counterparts in my job Um, Who knew that this would happen and that The the thing is, they they were pushing their comfort zone with those workouts. They took a chance to say yes, that they were going to join one of my monthly boot camps, which you always have the opportunity to do so. Don't don't be afraid and reach out and we'll see what, what might fit for you. But they were taking a chance and they were getting uncomfortable by messaging me. And they were getting uncomfortable then by pushing play on their first workout in their living room and pushing themselves harder than they have for months, maybe years. And they got to realize, huh, I didn't die and actually I feel energized and huh, is that a muscle there? And hmm, I'm starting to feel more confident because I can't believe I just did that all before 7am in the morning. And now these little confident blocks build up because of them being outside of their comfort zone. And it leads them in down this path of confidence of finding a, a, a new dream job or applying for that promotion and living a better, brave life. And so I just wanted to leave you with this message um, and hopefully you can take some pieces away from it. And if you could keep the words better brave in the back of your mind for 2022, I think you're gonna find yourself in an amazing year ahead. Um, and so here's to living a better better bravely, right? In, in 2022, um, I'll be back on January 4th. I'm gonna take the holidays off and try to... Um, try to live a little better than I have been living and not let myself just be busy to be busy. And so I'm going to try to enjoy and uh, take some time off. And so Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays to all of you that, that are listening. And I hope you have the best um, end to 2021. Thank you so much for listening. It is not lost on me how amazing it is that you have taken time out of your day to be here. Don't forget to share this episode with a friend and follow me on Instagram at Candice Dudley to get my day-to-day updates. If you're interested in joining one of my virtual boot camps or joining my coach family, DM me or use the link in my Instagram profile. Have a better brave day, sister. Hey, thanks for being here. I love being able to highlight entrepreneurial journeys because no two are the same. To grab my free sales page planner, or to book a discovery call with me, head to the show notes. Finally, please leave a quick review so I can continue this work. See you next week.